welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hi, community. This is Parker. I want to tell you about a new series exclusively about paint correction. So if you want to hear tips, techniques, and trends on paint correction, tune in weekly to the Paint Assassin's Hour. Okay, enjoy the episode. <clears throat> All right, let's do this. Three, two, one. Hey, welcome to a free thought Friday. Yes, free thought. Today, the big part is that it's free and it's a thought. Not so much a euphoric thought where we're going to examine uh, theories or dive into some interesting discussions. It's a thought I had on sales because the number one question we see nonstop is how do I get customers? So, hi. My name is Marshall Hill with Total Auto Solutions. You can find me at Total Auto Solutions on IG, Facebook, or if you'd love to do a duet or just like to hop on TikTok since we've been saying for over a year will be the next platform for all detailers to be on. Please follow us at Detail Supply App and we'd love to chat with you on TikTok and might even find some good deals there. Hey, how do you get a customer? Number one question we see, right? You go into any forum, Facebook, right? Really great detailer forums. You got to take plus or minuses out of stuff. Just like anything that you digest as a business owner, there's going to be pluses. There's going to be minuses in a detailer forum. No doubt. Of course there will be. But what I see nonstop is, hey, check out my business card. I'm just starting. Hey, do you guys have a website you guys like? Hey, do you have this? Hey, how do I this? The main part that they're all trying to ask. Number one question every detailer wants to know, how do I get customers? Huh. It's a great journey to be in business. The number one thing that we need to be in business is customers and paying customers at that. So how do you do it? Well, I've been in the industry 18 plus years. Started in 2002, left my job, set out on this idea that, uh, well, I borrowed $4,000 from the bank, put together a power washer, a big giant 500 gallon water tank on a single axle open trailer. Hey, you don't always have to know what to do. You just got to get started and you'll figure it out. That's kind of been the way I've patterned my life and the way I've patterned my business. I don't always know how to do something, but if I just get started, maybe I'll figure it out. Here locally talking with DJ Patterson, uh, a very regular co-host on the Wednesday night episode. We've built together uh, a lot of the pints of polishing and uh, well, you can ask him, listen, we get started and then we figure it out. That's just sort of the way it goes. When it comes to you growing a customer base, let's go back to some things that I learned 
through my process of trying to figure it out. 2002 single axle trailer, Toyota Tacoma. It's a 1999. I love it. That's what I eventually got into. But I first started with an Azuzu Rodeo. Oh, man. Still one of my favorite vehicles of all time. Stick shift. Just had that. I don't know. It was kind of that early part of the SUV don't fuck with me phase where SUVs weren't quite moving over yet to where, you know, it definitely moved into more of a uh, comfortable ride, a more lush, a more, you know, look at Jeeps today. Jeez, Jeeps aren't anywhere like they used to be. That's why you still have people that go, I'm a two-door Jeep guy because they want to be like the way they used to be. I get it. Boy, that Azuzu Rodeo, whew, man, it was mean. You could throw it in the four-wheel drive. There ain't, it had that locking too, where all of them rolled together. Uh, right. Now, let me tell you about, no, I can't tell you about those stories that happened in college. Trust me, they weren't that interesting. But what I did learn while I was driving around trying to go build a business was I learned that sales happen a couple different ways, right? Sales happen incidental, right? There's opportunities that we will have as detailers being out and about simply by having a detail vehicle, van, logos on the back. You know, we had it on our water tank, you know, so somebody sitting in the light's going to see wave washing, mobile detailing with a phone number, right? Uh, however, that it's part of what we call branding, you know, simplifying your logo, simplifying your message, having it available so that anybody can see when you're at a gas station, having cards available, having anything that gives out information at any point in time. These are just moments that create opportunities, right? Random moments. You never know when they're going to happen. So as a mobile detailer, right? Of course, I carried business cards. That's what everybody has done for ages and ages. I haven't carried a business card for my per current business for probably over three or four years. I just ran out and I was like, you know, fuck it. I ain't doing it anymore. I, I, I always had business cards then, but I wasn't so great at having, like, it was tough, right? It's just something I didn't ever do well with. But business cards overall generally are the thing that we like to give out. Now, I personally never liked to have just given them something that was generic and non-memorable. So having something on the back, right, today is normal. 2002, for a mobile detailer, well, it wasn't really normal. Most everybody just had, here's my shit, call me. So we started doing punch cards ourselves and doing little stamp things because we would go into office complexes and we would offer them, right? But that, let's get into that later. That's, that's creating the opportunity. We're still in random opportunity. So something to hand out, something with information. I was later, once I realized that business cards weren't exactly my forte, later have brochures that just went ahead and had the pricing and how they schedule. You know, I, I spent a little bit more, <coughs> excuse me. I spent a little bit more on the brochures, right? Because the brochure price is, is dramatically higher than a, a business card. So you're going to spend a little bit more, but I figured at that opportunity, I would have something direct to, you know, Hey, you need your car cleaned. Number one thing that you're going to ask me is what's my prices. Cool. Here's my prices. I, I wanted to go ahead and at that point in time and in, in trying to figure out sales, 
It's just go ahead and have the prices right there. I kept getting that question from customers. Oh, okay, right. Well, what's your price? Well, go to this website. Yeah. We were, website, right? 2002. That was painstaking. We sit down with a guy that worked for Dollar, right? This was Dollar Thrifty. Uh, they used to be just dollar by themselves, and he worked with the rental car place, right, uh, designing their websites. This was 2002. Later, you know, they got merged, and, you know, we lost contact. Uh, he built my first site. It was, it was cool. It was called Wave Washing. Uh, and uh, similar to this logo, but we had a, an ocean wave come across because, you know, I, I still, to this day, still dream of <laughs> being by the ocean. I'm from Oklahoma, but love the water. And have always dreamed of surfing. So even at that point, uh, in my early, early young years, I just always had that dream and that desire to create something so that, that I could go be a part of, right? So that my life could be involved with it. So even in that moment, right, I was starting to do that. So wavewashing.com, and you could go there and book an appointment. Cool, right? But they still want to know, what are your prices? So for me, I would just hit them with that directly, right? Here's a list of my prices. I get it. There's theories around different opinions on sales. Different people are going to say, never give your prices. I totally get it. Here's the deal. When you're the lowest price around, you lead with your strength. That's my low prices. I've never been ashamed or felt bad about having lower prices. I understand that that's different opinions than other people. These are my opinions. This is my free thought. So if you're a guy that has low prices, lead with the low prices. If people want to make fun of you about your low prices, tell them thank you for their uh, understanding of your business and your business model. And thank you for their wise wisdom and uh, let them go about their way and you continue to go about your way. Because if you get enough volume, you'll figure out how to bring that other person in, how to raise your price up a little bit more, how to figure it out. You don't have to start with the high prices like everybody else. So if you're out there saying, I need some fucking customers, then go low. You have to go low. That is your play. And then lead right with low. Hey, I'm low. No worries but I need customers. Listen, you can figure it out if you're good enough. So in sales, because you need customers, you have to lead with your best item first to help meet their need. And if the number one fucking question out of their mouth is what price, then you need to meet that need with the right price. Now, we're talking sales. So don't go bundle in all the rest of your business and come fight with me on, well, you can't go low price because you need all this other stuff to build your business. I totally get it. I'm talking me as a mobile detailer, 2002 fucking trailer grinding. I just need customers. You have something available for those random moments. Because you know what? If I'm good enough as a business operator, I'll get that customer in on price. I'll book his appointment. When I get there, I'm going to see a need that that customer has, and I'm going to upsell for that need so that once my customer is in my customer base, 
then I create more opportunities to growing a business through sales on that side, right? That's different. So you can always upsell later. Trust me, I owned a car wash. We grew massively off of upsells. It's all about getting the customer in and then upselling. That's sales. One, oh, one. In a free thought Friday version. This is my thought. It's free. If you don't like it, hey, it's okay. We can have discussions about it. That's why it's free open thoughts. I love dialogue. If you have interactions on sales the way you've done in that direct, you know, opportunities where they just happen, and you say, no, I don't believe that you should open with your sales price. Cool. Hey, let's have some dialogue. We have what's called a community pub. It happens every Wednesday night, 7.30 Central on Zoom. Meeting ID 918-800-1188. What is so amazing about the Zoom community pub? Community. Is it's open dialogue. It doesn't matter what product you use. It doesn't matter whose brand you use. It doesn't matter if you use none or don't do any. You get it from Walmart or you get it from a dot-com. It doesn't matter. If you're part of the detailing community, then that's what that platform is for. We have a beer. We talk about detailing. Guys ask questions. Gals hop in. It's all together. So we welcome your open dialogue and how you best see those moments. Those random moments what do you give out? That's something that you're going to need, right? That's sales, these random opportunities. What can you give out? Not only meets their needs from their questions, but also gives a hook point or a follow-up point, right? So whatever it is that you give out, that's what you definitely need. Okay. Second part uh, is a little bit different. Uh, one of the things that I began to learn is that I also needed to generate moments on my own, right? There's a, there's a really interesting theory in business because of a lot of us who watch the movie uh, Field of Dreams, love it. I grew up playing baseball, played through college, uh, had some arm problems is what it is. And just have always loved the game, especially in college. Uh, I joke that I started out trying to be a pitcher in college. I got whiplash because I kept seeing the ball fly back and it just, it hurt, you know? So they moved me to the outfield. That's where I played. <coughs> and, uh, and really fell in love with the game. I, in, in all randomness, I enjoyed uh, when the coach would just hit and you would just chase after balls and try and go catch them. I, it, a dog playing fetch. I get it. I, I, I don't know. Uh, but Field of Dreams is an incredible movie of giving people hope in, well, in, in building something, in having an idea and, and it coming into fruition. The, the only big issue that happens when business owners watch Field of Dreams or salesmen sometimes, if we want to say either way, sometimes the, the misnomer is that if you build it, they will come. 
right? So, hey, I, I open up this business. Hey, I, I, I've got a detailing company. Hey, I've got the shop. Hey, I've got the, however it is that you're in the industry, shop, mobile, whatever, weekend, however, whatever it is. And this theory that if, if I just start, right, if I just open, America's so good, small business uh, thrives so well in, in the U.S., just open it and they'll come, right? It happens all the time. You just open. And well, how come I don't have customers? So there are random moments, but then it is our duty. It is us as owners of these companies. It is our sworn duty to provide that company, our company, our business, with moments that it can sell. So we as owners must create those opportunities. It's the creation that allows us to succeed. Because when we create it, not taking, not listening, not just verbatim trying to do what somebody's trying to force down our throats and charge us a lot of money for, but when we, as business owners, if we want to call ourselves entrepreneurs, when we take those moments, when we try and figure it out, it's our duty to our company to do it. And when we do, wow, it builds in self, inside our own self, strong, strong growth. Listen. Sales for many of us is not easy. There's some that it just comes natural to, right? And they can just walk up and talk to anybody. For many of us, and I would say the majority of us, that's not the case. So I'm speaking pretty heavy right now because I'm trying to break through the doubt. I understand the doubt. I do. Trust me, I still doubt myself even today. So trying to speak to you to help you overcome the doubt of creating moments of sales, here's the way I would try and do it. Well, here's the way I did do it. I'm still not so comfortable with a cold, hard, face-to-face -face close. That's just not in me. It's just not... But my company needs it. My business needs it. My family needs it. Here's an interesting quote from Zig Ziglar. If, if any of you don't know Zig Ziglar, he passed many years ago, but he was no doubt uh, through 70s, 80s, and 90s, they called him the salesman salesman. So he was like the, one of the ultimate uh, sales trainers. Many people that grew through sales uh, over the last decades, uh, many, many, many of them can contribute a lot of their information and the way they did it from a guy named Zig Ziglar. I bet you he's got a podcast. Uh, I listened to a lot of his uh, info when I started Total Auto Solutions. It was given to me by a, uh, uh, a guy that really helped me get started. His name was Mark Croucher, who ran a uh, insurance company and a used car business. And I would clean cars for his buy here, pay here lot uh, as one of my avenues to help me get started with rent Help me get started with making monthly just income, right? So, and 
at the same time, still then out going out to create these opportunities, forcing face-to-face -face sales, forcing myself to put out so that uh, my company and my family and my life could survive and move on. So he gave me a CD called, it was, well, I don't remember what it's called, but it was from Zig Ziglar. So I listened to it over and over and over. Hey, this is Parker, and I'm popping in to invite you for a beer on the live community pub. Wednesday night at 7.30 Central. The Zoom ID is 918-800-1188. That's a live community pub, Wednesday night at 7.30 Central. The Zoom ID is 918-800-1188. Come on, you can have just one, can't you? If you struggle, Right. If you've got doubt that you can go hard, cold call, sell somebody, then find time, find ways to begin to develop the encouragement inside of you. Go find Zig Ziglar, go find other salespeople. Maybe you like their style, right? This is where you owe it to yourself because you owe it to your company to take time, take a breath, step away. This is what people say. You know, stop working on your business, work in your business. Well, here's an actual practical of that. Uh, maybe if your door's closed at six, maybe you've got lunch break. Maybe you wake up at five because you need an hour. Maybe you do it in the shower. Listen, you, however it is that you can begin to regularly just not, it's not just unplug, right? It's, it's also regularly focus. And what are you focusing on? You're trying to focus on how do you create moments that you can sell to somebody that also works with you so that you're not having to put yourself in too bad of a situation that you're just automatically going to fail, right? Me walking into somebody and giving them a brochure and trying to force them to pay me 150 bucks so that I could clean their car it, it it just what it just maybe it's in you it just it was it was really hard for me so instead i would begin to think of okay well how do i get these customers but i'm not having to force myself i owe it to my i owe it to my brand to sell but still protecting myself <laughs> because i want to be able to enjoy what i'm doing we can't always enjoy everything about our business, but we should enjoy what we do. So in every opportunity, I'm going to look for ways of enjoying what my company needs. My company needs sales. I want to find a way to enjoy the sales process. So these moments that you create, right? For me, one of them was I set outside a place called Ultimate Electronics, similar to a Best Buy. It went out of business, uh, I think in that eight, nine, and 10 collapse of the economy. But it was, it, was a, it was a rival of Best Buy. This was a major big box. And I just bought one of those pop-up tents, right? Like uh, uh, bought a $30, $40 banner. We'll wash your car, you know, like, um, listen, I would just wash people's cars during the day uh, on the weekends. Now, could I have been at home hanging out 
I could have been doing something else. Was I doing stuff really cheap? It was better for me to spend that time at 25 bucks and it took me an hour than to have been home saying, no, you're worth, dude, you got to get 50 bucks for that. You got to get 70. I got to do a $1,500. Putting myself in those moments allowed me the opportunity to sell in a place that I did better. So if somebody came in for the $25 little wash and vac, no problem. I'm looking at your paint here. We've got this special. We can add in a wax for 20 more bucks, sealant for 50, you know, whatever. Hey, you wanted the outside? Cool. We got the vac part. It's only five more bucks, right? Super cheap. You can, can never do that, right? Hey, 18 years later, how y'all doing? kind of enjoying what I do that created a little snowball effect that really benefited my brand as wave washing later we were into what we really wanted to do into the big business complexes so that then those points where I had to go sell something were meetings that people had requested with me well at those points you know you're that's not a hardcore press that's easy sales, right? Then we're just in talking. They're asking what I do. I let them know what we do. Here's, here's, here's the services we can provide. That's not a hardcore face-to-face sale that many of us don't like. That's the easier ones. Well, how do you create those opportunities to get you to those easier sales? Once again, is it in the shower? I mean, there's different things you can do in the shower. Thinking about your business, well, that's probably a really good place to do it. Mowing your yard. I've definitely done it plenty of times while I'm mowing the lawn. I go for walks. I sit at home and do yoga. I'll smoke a cigar on the back porch. I'll go to a bar, put in music, and just drink and just think. Right? You can find different ways of creating these opportunities. It's not really for me to tell you the opportunities. It's more of the guide to help you take the time so that you can create them because then they're yours. And that's what you're going to be passionate about. Whatever it is you're passionate about, well, that's something that you like. If you like it, man, isn't it cool that we can be in business doing something that we like? Love it. Let me give you one really, really great example. And I want to brag on Brandon from Tim's Mobile Detail, right? The guy's nonstop, does the face-to-face sales, but you know what? He's also creating opportunities by thinking through how I could reach more customers. Many detailers are now starting to create podcasts. That's awesome. We've been saying it for two plus years. We've had regular, regular documented conversations at Mobile Tech Expo over the past years, encouraging detailers to have podcasts. It's a great way of communicating to prospects and to customers. Here's what Brandon is doing that we love. We don't like it when people do not create podcasts around their local 
customer base and prospects that would grow their detailing business. And what he is doing that we do love is he's creating a local podcast around his local community so that he can meet prospects. What is it doing? It's creating more opportunities for him to meet prospects. You know who's really great at getting their cars cleaned? Realtors. You know who just interviewed him on his own podcast? Two realtors that are putting it out to a bunch of other realtors. All because he envisioned a way to create opportunities so that he could do sales. Right? In sales, you're going to have two ways. You're going to have those random moments. You need a logo on your trailer. You need a logo on your van. You need something to give them to meet their needs from the questions that they ask and what is their concern. And then you need to create times. You need to create those moments. You need to force those sales by doing things that you like so that you have passion about it and so that it will thrive your business. You're in the head seat. This is your ship to move. So you know what? I'm super excited with you. And that's why we did a free thought Friday. It's free. It's a thought. We hope that you got a lot of value out of it. If you did, please leave a comment. Please come to the community pub. Please be a part of community. What we try and do is create open dialogue. Because as business owners, as entrepreneurs, however you want to define yourself, it's the openness, it's the freedom of thought that allows you, the operator, to guide your business the way you best see fit. We're here to help you. And we're excited to be a part of your journey. This is Marshall, Total Auto Solutions. Hope you make it a great day. okay episode is over if you got any value from it leave us a review share the episode and find us on tiktok it would mean the world to me Ooh.